We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Friday night, Knicks. A bunch of disappointed Knicks fans in here tonight. Ah! I wanted this one, fellas, man. I wanted this one, man. This is Post Game Live, number one show for the fans by the fans. CP from the Knicks Fan TV. My man JL is from the Nick of Time show. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post game live analysis featuring live callers, smash that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Special guest in the building from the Knicks Film School. Our guy Jonathan Macri in the building. What's up? What's up? I wanted this one. I, I wanted this one so badly, Macri. Talk to me, man. Talk us off the ledge, man. I wanted Please this one do. so badly, I, man. I, so I, badly, I, man. I'm tight. Uh, I'm tight right now, man. You yeah. know, I'm I'm usually I'm usually pretty good about talking uh the collective fan base off the ledge, but I mean, look, it, it's, you know, you hate to say this because it's cliche, but it's it's one game in, uh, it's the second game of the season where, like, I, I, I've, I probably, I will go back to this one a lot, but it's a 15-man roster with nine new players, and the holdovers are all relative kids. And yeah. it's like, they got, you know, it, it's like, if you're looking for signs of hope, you'll find signs of hope. If you're looking for signs of frustration after a game like tonight, you'll find your signs of frustration and it will not be hard. I guess where I come at it is that the signs of hope are probably the, the if you were going to pick the signs of hope that you most want to see, you've been getting those through two yeah. games and you yep. got it tonight. And the signs of frustration, you know, and I know a lot, listen, a lot of people accuse me of making excuses and I probably do make a few too many excuses a yeah. lot of the time. But that being said, Things like late game execution to me, that's a that's going to be the hardest thing to come with with a roster full of new guys, yeah. and and yep. particularly guys 
like Julie, like Randall and yeah. Morris, guys who, yeah. who like to engage in one-on-one play. So. I mean, JLS, man, uh, the emotions were there from the from the beginning. You know, the first game, enemy territory, battle of the city. The all the storylines were there. Oh we we God. had a we had a contingent of Knicks fans out there. We had the Knicks flag out there waving loud yeah. and proud. We were in the building, heavy. You know, took took it over. Everything was was right for us. Nineteen point deficit, JLS. Chip yeah, away and, and even take the lead, man. It, this was a tough one, man. Give me yeah. give me some of your takeaways, JLs. This was tough. Jeez. Oh, the mad scientist David Fizdale with this, the funky lineups that everybody killed him for kind of worked at the end, but not quite. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm getting from it. Like, we were getting killed. Killed with the dribble penetration. Yeah. Killed the point defense. Transition killed defense. Transition defense. We In the paint. We were getting killed everywhere, killed man. Everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, and I know me. Other people were like, "All right, Dennis Smith Jr. He's not playing well. Uh, Elver Payton needs a blow. Put it in Frank and see what happens." <sighs> That's what everybody's probably thinking. Yeah. What's this do? Leaves Frank on the bench. Goes with RJ and Alonzo Trier to start the second half, and they cut into the lead using that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, abs- absolutely, man. I, I think. Um, you know, just, just going to the closing moments of the game, Macri touched on it. As this is a new team and we have a lot of new players, closing out the games and figuring out who the go-to guy is going to be um, is something that we're going to have to learn from. But I just feel like I understand Julius is here and, and he's the number one guy de facto at, at this moment. I'd, I'd rather live and die with RJ making the plays, man. I can't go with the constant ISO Julius. He's too turnover prone for it, man. I'd rather. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't do it, man. I want to live and die with the ball in RJ's hands to make a play or to take it himself, man. I can't go with the ISO Julius, man. Can't do it. You know, the thing about the thing about Julius is I, I got to think both him. Well, Marcus Morris, I think it was strictly a money thing. I mean, I know he yeah. talks about Philly and, and this and that, but uh-huh. I mean, look, he looked around. He's like, I got $15 million over there. I'm going to go over there. I mean, but that's the funniest part. It's like, yeah, you know, well, let's just keep it a buck. Yeah, no, I mean, it is what it is. And look, look get, get yours where you can. Yeah. But, you know, with, with Randall especially, I, I have to think he would have – he had other opportunities to go to some other teams yeah. and he was told in no uncertain terms. I, I have no doubt that he, that like, look for the next year to two years, you're going to be the fe- the focal point of this offense. That's not to say that he can't grow, but I think it all, it's going to have to be a thing where RJ is going to have to earn it. And I know a lot of people hear that and they're like, RJ's already earned it. Right. But you know, it, it's, it do, it's not going to happen in, in a week or whatever. It's been a month since this team is, has been together. At some point, um, Julius is going to have to look at, at, at RJ and realize and in, in, internalize, like, wow, the best thing for him and me and this team is for me to start deferring more. And that's going to be, you know, listen, you c- blame Fizz if you want, blame whoever you want. That, that is on Julius. Like, he has to realize that, yeah. you know? Because they ain't benching. I mean, there's one, there's yeah. one, like two guys on this team. They're not benching, and he's one of them. So that has to be on him. He needs to realize that he needs to be big enough um, and smart enough to make that decision. And I think at some point he will, um, if things continue. So uh, I'm not, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not like apoplectic about that, but I hear you. I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Go ahead, JL. Let's go ahead, Wayne. Um, now I was saying, I was saying in preseason that RJ is going to be the, the, the leader by the end of the season. And with, if we keep doing things like this at the end of the games, I guarantee you it's going to be happening sooner or later than later. I mean, you can partly blame it on Fizz because, too, because game one of the line, I don't want to see Julius Randle posting from the three-point line down. Yeah. <laughs> like, every, if you've seen the clips of Julius Randle on the Pelicans, all his best moments happen when he's on the move. He's, he's not a good poster player. Yeah, he's not. He's like, it's, he's an okay poster player. He, you know what it is? It's his handle. Like, this more the handle than the post ups. Like, I, he, he puts butter on his hands before he starts. Yeah, he's, he's got Charles Smith hands. I said that on Twitter, man. He's got Charles Smith hands. It's not good. Little and it's just turnover after turnover. We just yeah. need a, a set at the end of the game. We don't need ISO. We need an actual set. And yeah. I know it's Lando's fault for doing it, but I also. As, as I, you got to blame Fizz, give Chris props for pulling that line off and bringing us back in the game, but you also got to blame him for not having a good play to win in the end of the game. In the yeah. Game I mean, give credit to Fizz. I think the turning point once again came at the seven-minute mark, just like it did in the Spurs game where he puts in Ellington. Yeah. Uh, Ellington splashes a three as soon as he gets in there. Randall follows up yeah. with a three. Another three by Ellington uh, ties the game. Um, Kyrie comes down, makes his shot. Another three by Ellington puts us up by one. RJ with a two-pointer puts us up by two. I mean, we, we were there, man. We we had the game in our grasp. Um, and I think, you know, the, the Morris three was ill-advised. Morris, yeah. Morris yes. took a three at – I'm just looking at the, uh, the play-by-play here. Morris took a three at 39 seconds left. Ill, Ill-advised three. I didn't think we needed it. And then that's when Kyrie came back and, and hit RJ with step right. back. I mean, what can he do? He's 19. He's a rookie. It's tough. Kyrie was on his money. He's been on his money since since he's got to Brooklyn. That's a tough guard. And that was basically the game, man. That, 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 that was, was basically it. That wasn't even the three that bothered me. The three that bo- the shot that bothered me was the shot he took before that when the Knicks were kind of coming back and then he just went ISO again. Yeah. And planks it off the Oh Mars. Mars yeah, he killed the momentum. Yeah. Completely killed he, the momentum on that play. At least that three was like open. That yeah. other one, I was like, dog, what are you doing? Like pass the ball. Yeah. I mean, I love you. I love what he does because he kept us in the game with the Spurs game. But, but come on, man. When it, when the game gets tight, you just, just don't go ISO. That's not always the answer, man. It, it hurt us, man. Uh, speaking of ISO, credit to Fizz. You know, the, the starting lineup experiment in the last game didn't work. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the adjustments that I like that Fizz did, although I thought he should have started the second half, was, was putting ISO in. And he gave yeah. us an immediate lift. This game would have been way out of hand if we didn't have the scoring yep. um, from mm-hmm. ISO because our half-court offense was abysmal. We didn't get as many uh, transition looks as we did in the Spurs game and, and stuff. I mean, they were literally daring everybody to shoot it. Yep. I, I mean, they were letting Alfred Payton do whatever he wanted. They had no respect for anybody's jumper uh, on that yep. starting unit whatsoever, man. So ISO came in and did his thing and, and really kept us kept us alive. Work. I got to say, I, you know, God, it, he might be the most, for me personally, the most frustrating player, yeah. not to, not to figure out on this team because he's not frustrating to figure out at all. He's actually a really easy player to understand his game and what he's good at and what he's not good at. But just in terms of if you're an organization that is, that is like the Knicks and you're trying to go from being a, 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 person here, a shitty organization to 
a respectable one. And you have a guy that you got for nothing. You literally mm-hmm. found him on the you found him on the scrap heap. Nobody wanted him, and you got him now. And he could do the things that he, he got to the line. And I know he didn't hit all of them. He got to the line eleven times. Eleven in times. Minutes. That's yeah. That's James Harden stuff. It's beautiful. And, and we've seen him do stuff like this before. So you got a guy that could do this stuff. You got a guy that could put your team on his back for stretches of a game, and not in a way that's inefficient. He had he had twenty. Two points on seven. I yeah. can't even say the yeah. tribute. Yeah. On seven shots tonight. Two points on so, seven so shots. You have a guy like that, and you know it's like, do like do you give in? Because he has obviously he has negative tendencies. His yeah. defense is, it leaves some to be desired. He occasionally right. is not going to look to pass when you want him to pass. So it's like there's a give and take here and there's yep. a plus and minus that you have to assess. And I, ju- I don't know what the right answer is there, but, but to, uh, it's just, he has to play. He has to play. He has I, to play. That's, that's a, the way yeah. we're using today is the way we should be using it. Yeah. Bold predictions. I got two of my bold predictions that coming to coming true. Uh, <laughs> second one, he was going to beat Wayne Ellington out coming off the bench first. Yeah. And Wayne, Wayne well, they should through. both play. They should both no, play. No, they should both definitely play, yeah. Yeah. but they yeah. should play exactly how it was used today. When Wayne Ellington, when we need buckets quickly in a hurry, Wayne Ellington is a microwave. <laughs> yeah. He- well, I well I think the X factor in that was RJ getting them involved. That's true. Well, you know when R- when they threw in RJ at the point, things settled down. I mean, Macker, you pointed out six steals. Yeah, was, was excellent for RJ tonight. But when he started running things, things started to happen. And I think the issue I think we're gonna have all season long is you're gonna have inconsistent play from the three point guards. Whether it's whether it's Alfred, whether it's Frank, whether it's DSJ, I think I think the problem is just they need like, to play to be inconsistent on the floor. And yeah. I don't. I at this point, are you really certain that like, how do you send Dennis Smith Jr. out on the court? No, nah, D- DSJ is not right, man. He's not right. The jumper, I think I think the jumper alone is killing everything. He looks, he still looks like he's laboring yeah. out there, and he he's overthinking and everything. Shot his first two possessions he was in the game, yeah. he shot the ball. And first that, two possessions. And that's yeah. what Darren him. That's what Darren him. That's what Darren him, and, and he was scared. He was scared of that jumper, man. He had no confidence in that jumper whatsoever. Um, we, I thought we, we should have had Frank in the game early. I thought it got out of hand, especially when our perimeter defense, our transition defense was terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I don't need all four of the bigs playing in a game if the matchup doesn't call for it. I don't need Bobby Portis. <sighs> out there with Randall and with Morris out there when, you know, these guys are splashing us from downtown in wow. transition, killing us. I need I need yeah. Frank. I'd rather play four on five on offense with Frank trying on defense to try to get some stops because that was part of the problem. Yeah, they pick and rolled us. Bobby Portis couldn't keep up. You saw as soon as Mitch was out, the rim protection was absolutely abysmal. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. At that point, I was like, uh, Frank, anybody? Can we? Can we get some defense? Can we try? I mean, but to Fizz's credit, we got back in the game. But I would still, I don't know, next game, Celtics, I would go Frank uh, first guard off the bench for five minutes to see if he You, you need that defense. Yeah. I, I thought then, Frank and Ellington should have gotten more consideration than, than DSA. Well, DSA didn't get much minutes, but Portis's minutes is 10 minutes I would have given to Frank mm-hmm. um, off the rip. Mac, what, what do you think about that? I mean, you know, I, I, I don't. It's so early, and I feel like this is an overreaction. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'll preface this by saying I'm acknowledging this. <laughs> but, but you know, but a few people over the last 
I mean, over the course of the game, and even I think before the game, were like, Dennis Smith Jr. should go down to the G League. And I was thinking that. Okay, no, go ahead. I no, I I mean no, it's I know it's it's crazy. I mean, look, the the Hawks after they traded for Tim Hardaway Jr., they sent him to the G League for for about half of his third season. Dennis Smith Jr. right now is in his third season. I know it's very different. The optics are incredibly different with him being yeah. the, you know, the, again, mm-hmm. the perceived return from the KP trade, even though yeah, I, I keep talking about it. Listen, if we're all being honest with ourselves, they, they made the trade for cap space. They made a bet. They lost the bet. They, they lost. It, it, they lost. It, 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 it's done. The yeah. bet is over. They mm-hmm. lost the bet. Whether or not they should have traded KP in the first place is a different story. We don't have to talk about that. Right. But look, they have the kid now. Perceptions aside, Try to do the best. Pretend you he pretend you got him the same way you got Trier. Pretend yeah. you got him as a as an undrafted free agent and act act in the most responsible way to try to reclaim his career because we're we are quickly approaching the point where his career needs a reclamation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. And and I I I don't know how crazy is that. I have how would he deal with that would he basically do the same thing he did right. in dallas and basically you don't go know how it's going to affect his psyche man don't That's know how it's going to affect his if, psyche i don't know either um but he can't i mean he can't he can't play right because and as bad as bad he's been on offense he might be worse on defense he's a turnstile yeah he can't guard it it's, it's, it, it's hard it was hard to watch man it's, it was it's hard to watch, bro. Honestly, it's hard yeah. to watch, man. But, yeah, yeah you know, I, I think I was asking Tommy D about um, how teams are using the G League. Like, I to me, you don't see it that often where, where they send guys down to get work. You, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to, to work on their game. I don't really see as, as much teams in, in, in the league doing it um, like they like the Hawks did with, with Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. It's because of the stigma, like you said, man. It's because yeah. of the stigma. And, like, and like JV, like... Like Jonathan said, man, like with with the with the uh, the stigma of the G League, first of all, the way he acted in Dallas, second of all, I don't even know if the Knicks are definitely gonna do it. They didn't even send Frank down, so I can't see <laughs> yeah. him down. Yeah, like 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 you guys said, man, optics, man, optics. But uh, eh, I wanted that. Go- I wanted that one, man. I, I wanted we all did. it. We it all was did. it was right in our hands, and. Uh, <sighs> Again, you know, learning how to close, it's a good lesson for, for these yeah. young guys. It's a good lesson for RJ and the younger guys. But as JL said, we ISO's got to get his minutes, and, and I need I need the ball in RJ's hand in crunch time. Well, one other thing I did want to say, mm-hmm. and again, he's, he's going to get killed in from all circles, mm-hmm. uh, Fisdale. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it on Twitter. He didn't, I mean, he didn't put Dennis Smith Jr. back in the game, mm-hmm. which I, I don't think anybody would have done, but... You know, Bobby Portis was kind of, he came into the season talking six man of the year, you know, this and that. Um, he was bad in the first half. And I actually, despite the fact that he was bad, I was shocked by the fact that Fisdale did not send him back out there in the second half. Yeah. Pleasantly, I was surprised. I was, I was happy. I was, happy. I was happy. Oh, no, of course you were yeah, happy. But yeah. through through a year and two games, it, it feels like, Fizz is the type of dude, or he's got. Maybe I shouldn't even say that. He's gotten the reputation as a as someone who has his guys, and he will stick with his guys yeah. through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. And he, they've talked all preseason about it's not going to be like that anymore. If you do not earn your playing time, you're not going to play. And I think everybody took it with a with a half a grain of salt, which is like, all right, sure, ah. the guys that you don't like won't play. Yeah, the guys that you like 
they're still going to play. It didn't happen tonight because clearly Portis, I think, is a guy that he, you know, the organization obviously went out and signed for a lot of money. Um, didn't see the court. I was, I was happy about that. Um, you know, how far does that go? Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I need to see him as a depth piece, not a, not a persistent rotation, a consistent rotation piece. Because like I said, sometimes when he's out there with Morris and Julius on both ends, it's, it's, it's not a good fit, especially when you're going up against the Nets, they're, they're running and gunning out there much more athletic than we are. They're playing small. We need to Mm -hmm. match that up. Kev needs those minutes. Yeah, I need Kev five for eight from the field jails. I need Kev out there. Kev was playing four for four from downtown. Yeah. Kevin Knox needs those minutes, man. You know what, too? Kevin Knox played. I liked Kevin Knox's defense tonight. and He had a couple of moments. Yeah. He had a couple he, moments. Yeah, a couple of moments. And you're absolutely right because a lot of the times on those fast breaks, it's not that Morris wasn't trying because, you know, Morris tries on defense. But he's just not as fast as the Nets front line. So he's looking more like a power forward tonight yes. than a small forward on defense. And I burned us with a lot of those transition baskets and transition threes. Agreed. Knox actually are not a, a much better matchup in that regard, at least for tonight. Kev was solid tonight, man. Solid tonight. Uh, I, I love what he gave us in his minutes. And um, I just wish, you know, they, they would get him. I mean, he played 29 minutes still, but, um, you know, like I said, I, I just hope they, they keep Kev involved going, going forward. Um, salute to the chat on tonight. We got a thousand people watching on man. this post game show once man. again. CP from Knicks Fan TV, or man JLs from Nick Time Show. Special guest Jonathan Macri from the Knicks man, Film man. School. Macri, did you bring your scotch tonight, man? I, I brought mine out tonight, you know, man. I need you know, it. I, uh, I, um, I actually I, I finished off a bottle of wine that I had. <laughs> and, it was that hectic tonight. If we, it's, I can literally show that the, the bottle is right there on my counter. It's empty. Now. Yeah. There's no more, there's no more wine tonight. I, uh, I, uh, a certain someone who I won't name snuck into my DMs uh, late Wednesday and was like, I think you imbibed a little bit too much tonight. <laughs> uh, he's a friend. He's a friend. Yeah. Of, yeah. He's, he's a, he's friend a, of the program. Okay. Of, yes. Friend of the program. If I don't know if he's watching, but if yeah. he is, he knows okay. what I'm talking about. Uh, so I took it a little easier tonight, but uh, yeah, no, maybe maybe before uh, we get off, I'll, I'll grab one. We'll see. Yeah, man, well, let's do it, man. We need one tonight, man, because I, I wanted this win badly. Um, before we get to the phones real quick, let me salute to everybody in the chat, wherever you guys are watching worldwide. Salute to Knicks Nation. Tough loss for us tonight. Let me um, salute to the super chats that we got coming in. Robert Parris sent us a super chat. He said uh, Trier and Knox should have brought it home late. Um, you know, like I said, I, I like the minutes that they gave us. And, yeah. and again, just they, they have to be factors going forward. Michael Parker, salute to the chat once again and salute to the panel. He Thanks. says, gloves off. <laughs> yeah, gloves off indeed. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Terry Jamar sends us a super chat. He says, peace and blessings, gentlemen. Keep up the amazing content. Thank you, Terry. Steve Stark, he says, uh, we all come here to scrutinize our Knicks and there's a lot to improve, but the fight was real tonight. You got to love right. the heart our guys displayed. I, I agree with that. Mason Verdicchio says, shout out to y'all. Keep grinding. Salute to Mason and, and welcome to the channel. And last super chat is uh, Will Slater. Fight out super chat. Salute to Will. All right. Let's um, let's hear from you guys, man. I know you guys got a lot to say. So first up, let's go to um, let's go to Ari. Ari from Manhattan. He's the president of the ISOZO fan club. Yeah. <laughs> Ari, give me, give me your thoughts on the game. Give me your thoughts on ISO tonight. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, how you guys doing? <laughs> good, good, uh, man. 
Um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, I think we all are a little really devastated about losing this game. You know, you see Kevin Durant on the bench just, like, smirking. And then, I mean, I don't know. Now I think all the half the Knicks fans that said they didn't want Kyrie Irving on this team, I think uh, tonight showed them something a little different. But, um, you know, again, another moral victory. I, I, I mean, we're 0-2, but maybe we'll have we'll go 82-0 and in moral victories this year. <laughs> so that's really doing us well. Um Sick and tired of these damn moral victories. I don't want a moral victory, all right? I'm, I'm tired of these moral victories, all right? Um, you know, I think that Julius Randle, and I remember I, 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 said, it on a, I said it on another um, another one of the post games. I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm seeing shades of Tim Hardaway Jr. in, in a forward body. This guy, I'm telling you, he thinks this is the problem with Julius Randle. He thinks. Just because he's the number one option on the Knicks doesn't mean he's a number one option. He's trying to bite off more than he can chew, and he's turning the ball over because of it. Like, you know, he he thinks he's, like, a real number one option. He's not. Mm -hmm. He's not a number one option. He's a number three option. So, you know, he needs to pipe down, sit down, relax, and and that's it. Um, And what I think about, I think about ISO, obviously, I mean, you know, 22 points and seven shots. Um, you know, the guy is straight buckets. I was very disappointed that he didn't play at the end. When you're talking about closing out a game, that guy is built for closing. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you know, you want to move the ball around or not. But I think, if, put it this way, I'd much rather the ball in his hands than Julius Randle, like, fumbling the ball yeah. and, with his butterfingers all day. Yeah, I'd, much rather in, in, I'd, I'd much rather have an RJ's hand and then That's ISO on the floor as a threat, you know. But that's yeah. what I would do. But, um... You know, I'm tired, of, I'm tired of these moral victories. I don't want to hear everybody say, yeah, you know, at least we learned something good, blah, 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 blah. Now nah, we suck. We lost again, and we have to get better. <laughs> That's the end of it. Ari, man, appreciate the call, Ari. Ari was straight to the point tonight, Jails. He's yeah, tight, man. man. He's one, tight. One, two, three, got out of there. One, two, three. Usually the chat kills him on his points, on some of his points, but I thought I thought he was spot on tonight. That's nah, fair, man. It's fair. Yeah. That's fair. To, to be clear, man, Ari has good points. You know what it is? Ari will have, like, 30 good points and 30 good calls, but then he'll have one epic <laughs> meltdown. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and, and then the chat will remember that one epic bad call for like weeks and forget that he's made 30 good calls before that. So Keeps it, it fresh. Like, yeah. Facts. But that's, that's just the Knicks fans. You only remember the last thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true, man. <laughs> that is sure. true. Um, salute to Ari in the chat. Salute to everybody in the chat, wherever you guys are watching from. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new and uh, let us know where you guys are checking in from. Leave your cities in the chat and, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll be sure to shout you guys out. All right, next up, let's go to Delaware. Daniel from Delaware wants to give his takes on the game tonight. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good, good. What's, what's up, going man? on, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Doing good, good. man. Now, let me say first, man, I'm highly upset right now. I watched the whole game from, from start to the beginning. I hate that we go through Julius Randle. Like I said, you pinpoint right in the head, man. Toward the end of the game, about like two minutes left, we kept going through Julius Randle going down the post. He's trying to do something he's not. Then he got hit, but he got no handles. Um, that that's truly really how I feel about it. You know, so I'm happy we went through. Um, we kept going through um, Lonzo Trier. You know, what I'm saying, okay, we dish out. And uh, R.J. Barrett. I mean, I like R.J. Barrett a lot. He's very, he definitely should be the point guard of the team. You know what I'm saying? He should be the number one focus. He's a rookie. He's built for it. And, um, yeah, man, I just feel, you know, like I said, the other guys said it too. We're getting tired of more victories. 
yeah. really can tie them more victories because they're putting more victories. You know, going to, uh, yeah, we, we, we're doing good. Yeah, we're getting better. We're getting better. But, damn, like we play tomorrow in, in New York, you know, our home game against Boston. Boston's yep. one and two, going to. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we should get a victory tomorrow, but. I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see, man. We, 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 we appreciate we'll the see. call, Daniel. Yeah, man. Gotta, gotta take it out on Boston, man. Gotta, well, the good I, thing is they played tonight against against Toronto. I don't okay. know who, who won that game. Let me check. I Toronto. think Boston won it. Okay. Boston did win. Boston yeah, won yeah, sure. uh, 112, 106. You know, he he brought up a, a point that I, I, I didn't think that it was going to be a thing yet, but um, I wonder how many people are actually going to start talking about RJ being the point guard, you know, I, I saw, you know, briefly, I saw Chris Herring on Twitter um, after the game, or I guess it was during the fourth quarter, basically say that there were several possessions where RJ was in at point guard and it was like the Knicks were pretty close to turning it over. And I, I get that. Cause I, I kind of felt it too, mm-hmm. where you were, where you, where you were like, you know, you're walking a tightrope there on offense. And I just, I wonder if they really believe that this, that he could, you know, essentially be a, a real point guard. I, and I don't think that the, the complimentary piece that like secondary guy right, is on right. this team right, right now, right. but if they, if, if, if they really believe long-term that that is the way to go, I wonder if organizationally they would make the decision like, okay, we're going to take our lumps now yeah. um, for the longer payoff. I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know if they're thinking that, I don't know if they are thinking that, would they do that? It's just, oh, yeah. um, it's it's an interesting thing to, to me. Yeah, like, this is absolutely thinking that I'm gonna tell you right now. He might be because be. if you look at the pattern of how Fizdale coaches, he puts the ball in everybody's hands, anybody new, and says go, and he just sees what happens. Yeah, and if yeah. he if, and if he sees a glimpse of hope, that's like, oh, there's something halfway competent happening. Mm-hmm. Keep going to you to see if you can develop that and go to another level. Yeah. That's kind of what he does. That's even kind of what he did with uh. Before he got when, with Memphis, with the Grizzlies, he was like, "Listen, man, you got shoot threes. You're a big man. I know, I know you big, but you shooting these threes. I'm gonna force you to do stuff you're not used to doing, and force you to grow. And I feel like RJ is gonna get that same treatment because he's shown flashes yeah. of being able to play make. He's the only one who's able to give Mitch a proper lob all game. True, yeah, true story. Thank you, true thank you story, for saying bro. that. I know, I, yes, true yes. story. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be the long term option. What I do know is that Fizz is comfortable running him at the one. He did mention in the pregame show during the San Antonio game that RJ runs the point in practice on a daily basis. And like I said, when when he had the ball in his hands, he was the most effective point guard out there. I mean, Alfred, he didn't have it tonight. You know, he, he was one of the heroes in the in the moral victory of the San Antonio game. But tonight, literally, they the Nets did not respect one thing that he was doing out there on the court. Yeah. Second half, he comes in, chucks yeah. up a three in the first possession, <laughs> drops his hands and let Kyrie score three on the on the on the other end. And that was that was all she wrote for Alfred, man. And that's the problem with Alfred too. I mean, Alfred came in as a defensive guy. And he's kind of checked in and out. He's like, he's one of those guys you kind of have to motivate, and maybe that'll motivate him for the next game. He, he he talks a good game, um, but I, that first possession or the first defensive possession, I guess, yes, of the second half that that prompted Fizz to call the immediate Quick timeout. timeout. Yep. I, mean, I I don't know what like you you know that's the stuff that you see as a Nick fan, and you feel like you've seen it in different form or fashion from different players for twenty years now, mm-hmm. and, and that gets you asking the questions that you don't want to that you don't want to ask. 
Uh, like, why is it when guys come here that they feel like it's okay to to give that shot up? Yeah. And um, listen, I hope it's just it's it was a it was a brain fart, and that's all it was. But um, yeah, not not his best. Not his best not, thing. No, not, not his best outing at, at all, man. Um, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up for you boys. It's the best way to support us. Like, share, and subscribe to the channels. Um, salute to Kivon. He sends us a super chat. And uh, he's down on Fizz, man. He says, we're going to wait till we 2-18 and 18 to, to admit that Fizz is not a good coach. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Carlos Martinez checking in from Perth, Australia. We got Australia in the wow. building. Wow, what time is it in Australia? That's what I want. Um, they they they're in. A, it's probably about midday over there, man. They got home court advantage right now. Okay. They they got nice. a whole day yeah, ahead yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Still up. yeah, they're still up. They're still up. They're still up at Nice, nice. Yeah, man. Salute to everybody uh, who, who yeah, put man. a hashtag new in there as well. JL, so you want to shout out in your chat? Yo, I want to shout out Ricardo Custer. They call me Tag. I see you, boy. Thanks for supporting. Candy X, uh, C H, Brooklyn Charlie, Johnny. More cash. I can't buy a dollar. Young Simba. <laughs> What's up, Young Simba? Over here, regular. Uh, young Simba. Leaks got a week. It's, it's full tonight. Full party. Peter Dollar. Yeah. Everybody. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to uh, NSB Turan. He's a, he's a Turk, but he hails from Germany. He says it's 5 a.m. in Germany. We got Ryan O'Sullivan checking in from Wales. 4 a.m. in Wales. And okay. they're talking Knicks basketball, man. Brian Sharks yeah. checking in from El Segundo. How Love you doing, Brian? Great. Yeah, man. We we get we're worldwide, Macri, man. We got people tuning in from all oh, over. That's fantastic. This is awesome. Yeah, man. Be a beautiful thing. Shout out to oh. Julio Martinez checking in from Syracuse. Uh, go ahead, Jails. Oh, Tack. Oh, they call me Tack. Said uh, to Macri that they don't hold Fizdale's and hold anybody accountable. That's what he wanted to tell you. I yeah uh, no. I mean, I think like we talked about before, he was better at it tonight with with yes. Portis and DSJ, mm-hmm. but it's a. I, I, this is just me. I think it's a different conversation when you're talking about the perceived number one guy. And it, it was a tough thing with Dennis, with um, Randall yeah. with Tim with Tim Hardaway Jr. But which I actually I, I you know I think Ari made that comparison to you know Randall to Timmy. It's like yeah. when you're number one and you're talking like you're the number one guy and you're talking like you want to be the leader. It's tough for a coach to. I have to think at least it's tough. Yeah. Like you have to build up so much currency as a yeah. coach. To be able to take that guy and be like, you know what? You ain't got it tonight. I'm right. sorry. Right. And I, I don't think that he has that kind of currency yeah. yet. Maybe he gets there with, with this team. Um, you know, we'll see. The uh, only thing I will say in mm-hmm. defense, Randall played pretty good defense tonight. The, the Knicks went, um, there was a almost a nine-minute stretch in the fourth quarter where the Knicks only gave up four points. Mm-hmm. And Randall was out there the whole time. Yeah, and there was, was no Mitch. Whole, He was flying around on defense and that look, I'm not trying to say the team is better defensively without Mitch there. I I think they just, they were feeling it and he went with it. But the fact that they had Randall in at the five, essentially during that whole time defensively and they were, they were quicker. They Mm -hmm. were getting out Mm -hmm. on three point shooters and you have to, for as much as you want to kill Randall on one end, you have to at least give him some credit for what he was doing um, at the other and. How many times do we see guys, especially on the Knicks over the years, when their offensive game is going poorly? Quite on the other end. The other end, yeah. of the, exactly. Yeah. And Randall, yeah. again, I'm not defending him offensively. 
a god awful yeah. night. But yeah. he he didn't uh, he didn't let it didn't uh, completely bail. Didn't, yeah. didn't completely bail. I hate. Yeah. I hate. Yeah. I mean, psych- psychologically, it's got to be hard. You know, they. I'm sure yeah. when he signed, these guys are in his oh, ear. Yeah. Like, this is your team. You know, you got to be the For guy. Sure. Boom, boom, boom. Sure. And, and he wants it. You can tell he he wants that responsibility. I just he it's a learn again. I hope this is just a learning experience for him. And you know what? No one else wanted it. So yeah. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Look, no, you're right. wanted it. He wanted you're right. it. So. Gotta give him props. Yeah. And, yeah, and to, be fair, to be fair, too, I feel like even preseason into the one game he had, I feel like he's been getting his hands on loose balls. He's been rotating. Yeah. I, I feel like he's been solid defensively all season. So I can't even I can't even front. Like he, he's that's the thing I was worried about getting in here during free agency. He's like defensively, what is he gonna do for us? But yeah. he's been he's been solid. Yeah, he's been, been been fairly decent, man. Um, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Salute to Sean O'Sullivan checking in from Melbourne, Australia, and we got our uh, P Styles checking in from London, man. We're, we're, we're global tonight. Are you guys advertising in Australia? <laughs> like, yo, we, yo, every show, man, we get a ton of people from Australia, man. Ton. Australia, you got the UK. It's yeah, great. ton of people, yeah. man. Ton of people. Absolutely. So uh, keep those thumbs up, those like buttons uh, coming in. Next call up, speaking of international, Macri, let's go to the Bronx. Hey, Max from the it. Bronx in the building. He, he, he's the president of the Frank Nilakina fan club, and I have a feeling he has something to say tonight. Max, oh, we know where this is going. Yeah, let's we know where this it. is going. Max, Max, you go, man. Uh, CP, Dale is. John DeMacri, what's good? How, how what's you guys doing on this wonderful bad culture night? <laughs> um, um, okay, so let's talk about it, right? So, right. you know, I'm like a logical guy, right? So I All like right. logic. I like one plus one equals two, two plus two equals four, right? <laughs> so if Dennis Smith doesn't look like he could play basketball right now, I don't know why you let him go through it for a 12 one wouldn't a smart coach know that? But, all right, let's forget that part, right? Because they came back. You know, how many times does this have to happen where you have no plays down the stretch? It's not ISO. This is the difference between a good coach and a bad coach. You have plays. You execute plays. You don't have people who can't dribble doing ISO and stuff. Julius Randle is a good player. But he's a finisher. That yes. means you get him in a position to finish yes. and not have to do all kinds of things. You're not he's not he's mellow. Not mellow. He's not Durant. He's not you he what are you crossing behind your legs doing spin moves for? Either finish or give up the ball. That's it. Yeah. I'm telling you. The Knicks have listen, Kevin Knox was as much as we've praised RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox is a 20-point-per-game score if you do if you treat him right. If you have well, a yeah. good coach, he's an easy 20-point-per-game score. This guy, Jay, looks way better than last year. So yeah. how many shots did he get in the fourth quarter? Does anyone know? Oh, I know. Zero. Nothing. Mm. Nah. Yeah. Mm. But, I, but I know that, right? So I'm watching from TV, so I know that. So Fitz doesn't know that RJ is four from four or five from five from the field, and you can, you don't get him a shot. You don't know that as a coach. How do you not know that? I don't understand. Like this guy is like he has to go. I don't like to fire people because I, I'm not into firing people. But it's like basic logic that any good coach would have. He doesn't execute. He's like you know on the post game um thing he said oh you know we don't know. 
every night it might be a different guy. What? What are you talking about? What are you saying? <laughs> what are you what are you talking about? You don't have plays? You never execute plays? Have you ever seen him execute a play out of out of out of out of timeout? Have you that ever seen a, him do that? That is a weakness. Has that ever happened? Yes. It's tough. That's a weakness. Uh let me say this in I I I agree with you. I agree with you that the the play calling down the stretch that left to be left a bit to be desired. Um the only thing I will say is that they were as a team they were 17 for 25 from 3 tonight. And you don't like it's it's not possible to to be 17 to 25 from 3 without running some plays to to get cuz those were a lot of those were open looks and that's right. You know, that is a function of, of play calling, even though it doesn't – you know what it is with Fizz? Here's the thing. It doesn't look like it because his offense looks nothing like, you know, like the Warriors teams that we become accustomed to or even this Nets team. Like you saw watching the Nets tonight. There was a lot of movement. There was a lot of running around, all that kind of stuff. With him, it's much more like matchup, mismatch – I want to say mismatchup-based. Yeah. Is that a term? Um, you know, where, where someone draws attention and then, you know, it opens a window and, then, you know, you rely on the guy to make a pass. I mean, it, but late game, it's like, you gotta have, I mean, they scored 26 points in the, in the first, um, eight minutes of the, or eight minutes and 20 seconds of the fourth quarter. And they obviously scored zero points. Yeah, went in the into last, a sick drought, another yeah, drought. In the last 340. So it's like you you're doing something right if you could score 26 points in yeah. 8 minutes on the road in the fourth quarter but you're doing something wrong if you can't get a bucket in the last 4 minutes. I mean I, I guess that's so I'm I'm kind of splitting the baby. Yeah. 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 It's one of those things where like he doesn't like he said you don't he doesn't use those plays at the end of game situations. Uh Young Simba shout out to Young Simba. He said uh Wayne Elton Bell the side a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah. He's Hell yeah, he lot. did. Hell yeah, Ellington. Ellington definitely earned his minutes tonight, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, man. Uh, screen, screen, three point line, turn, shoot, fire, bam. Like but that's why he's... they got him. That's yeah, you know? that that is why they got him exactly. But you we... know, and I, I said over the summer, I, I thought he would. I thought he maybe would and should start. Um, I don't think they're going to go that way, but um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the thing with him is, if he's not shooting well, he doesn't give you anything else. But then when he's on, when he's on, he's on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed, man. Um, shout out to uh, Terry in the chat. Terry and Trey were at the game. Terry, call in uh, if you can, man. Let me, let me, I want to hear what the vibes are like at in the Barclays Center. If anybody was at the game, uh, call us up and let us know. Uh, let's go to Baltimore. Ron from Baltimore. He wants to talk about RJ tonight. Uh, Ron, okay. how you feeling, bro? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No um, doubt, man. So, man. Yeah, uh, 26. 26, 26 turnovers, uh, 12 missed free throws. If we make half our free throws, we win. But um, How about all the RJ, traveling, RJ man? Barrett, I've seen the... more travels called in the last oh, two yeah. games than I, I couldn't even tell you, man. They are on it with the traveling. But the yeah. refs, the refs overall, I couldn't stand them tonight. I, I couldn't oh, stand yeah. the refs tonight at all. Yeah. They, they insert they inserted themselves way too much, but uh, R.J. Barrett, to me, guys, the stats don't do justice. You look at his box score, it doesn't tell the whole story. He controlled the game yep. for about 15 to 20 minutes in the second yes. half. Yep. And like you guys have hit it all night, to me, uh, I counted four turnovers in the last five possessions. To me, R.J. Barrett, it's got to go through him. That's what I said. Let him make the decision. Yep. yep. And, and to you know, Morris and Randall, the guy that you just had on, the caller performing, he's right. They're just, 
Randall's a finisher. Mm-hmm. You've got to move the ball. You're not an ISO guy in the perimeter. Same thing with Morris. I'm not saying that I don't like Morris because he's a bruiser, but to yeah. me, he should not be the one where you give the ball at the end of the game. Uh, the only guys on this team that can ISO is ISO and RJ. Yeah. And to yep. me, RJ Barrett, um, I think it's a crime that he didn't get any shots late in that game because he, he, he deserved to. Well, That's he's becoming a trend. Start, start, well, two games yeah. in, yeah, he's starting yeah, to see he that. Had, he had the one, I think he had the one drive where, where he missed in the – I'm re- trying to recall. It was during the, the last, I want to say maybe with about five minutes left, four minutes left, something like that. Um, I agree. You got to, I mean, you got to put the ball in his hands, but mm-hmm. I, I, but at the same time you need, that's, I, that's why it's so, it's so annoying. You need, if they had one more guy, I mean, I, I actually, you know what? The guy that I'm about to describe is Alonzo Trier. Mm-hmm. And, and wouldn't you know, by the way, who made the best pass of the night? It was, I don't know if you remember, it was Trier curling around. He did kind of like the Steve Nash, curled around uh, under the basket. Oh, yeah. Caught him in the corner. The and yes. He, <laughs> who, who did he hit in the Peyton, corner? He the hit Peyton, Peyton in the corner and he hit the nope, three. Yeah. Yeah. That, was the pass, that was the pass of the night. Might nope. have been the pass of the season so far. Um, he has that in him. There is, there theoretically, I can't believe I'm saying this, there theoretically should be enough ball handling between the two of them that you could have those two guys out there as your backcourt and which is why like for everybody who was killing fizz for the decision to start them two together on wednesday night i got it yeah, yeah i mean you know i mean i wasn't so ready to just immediately switch even though peyton had the best game i i well, just think maybe i saw maybe he was just nerves or he just didn't have it going but it was the first game let it let it rock for the, for the second yeah. one and see how it goes. I mean, the minute I saw... I, I mean, listen, Kyrie's a, a whole different animal, right? But the minute yeah. I saw Peyton, when he wasn't really that effective on the defensive end, I was ready to roll with somebody else, man, to be completely honest with you. He just didn't have it. Do you go back to it now? What, to, to uh, Alonzo Trier? To Absolutely. Alonzo Trier we have start. nothing to lose. Well, it took me to start? Yeah, we have we have nothing to lose in that regard, man. We, we got off to a lousy start. And when it bogs down in the half court... Peyton, I'm telling you, man, they do not care what this guy does, man. They will, they will turn their better, back on him. He's a more willing passer, and he honestly is a better. He's a good passer. Yeah. He rebounds. I, I know we weren't thrilled with his, his defense was actually pretty good at, at times tonight. I, I know you're playing four on five on on offense, but um, God, I don't know. I uh, God, you, you wish Trier would just give a little bit more on the yeah. other end, yeah, and, and that's why. I, and that's why I I really didn't kill Fizz when he pulled the RJ Trier move. Like I I because I, I think he's thinking that, you know what, these guys can't shoot on my team, right? <laughs> like let's let's, go, let's keep it a buck. There's guys on the team who can't shoot. My team right? can't shoot. That's easy. One you should get a T-shirt that we, says yes. My team. We cannot shoot, man. Like let's be real, right? We cannot shoot, man. There's guys on the team who can't shoot, and there's guys on the team who can shoot, but they can't dribble. Right, <laughs> you, you it's like one extreme to the next, man. Yeah, right, it's so you figure. <laughs> I, I, going back to last season when I was kind of scouting ISO, one of the things that said on the scouting report was he's not a willing passer, but when he's willing to pass, he's actually a pretty good passer. Yeah, mm. you're right. So you figure, Coach Fizz is like, all right, I know he can shoot, and. He, he'll be able to shoot this year. So maybe I'll just coach him into passing. 
and then something can happen. Well, listen, they're trying to shed it. You heard Fizz come out. He he, he said hey, he doesn't want to be called ISO no more. Blah 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 blah. And ISO's come out. He said, listen, I know how to pass. People try to you know pigeonhole me into this ISO role, but I'm much more than that. I say roll the dice with it. Give him a chance, man, because DSJ for sure does not have it. That was my pick going into it. And you know whether they give it to Alfred or not, I I don't really I don't really care if, if Peyton's in there or not. To be honest with you. If they're gonna go with it, though, like, decide. I know, I know, Fizz is already talking about. You know, it may be different the next game and this and that. And to a certain extent, that's fine because the team is so new and so many. There's so many new faces mm-hmm. and new parts and everything. And they only played four preseason games, and training camp was only three weeks long. I get all of that. Right. At some point, you have to lock it in. Stick. Yeah, you have to lock it in. You lock I, don't, it in. I, I don't know when. When is the arbitrary deadline to do that? Is, yeah. it, is it next week? Is it in two, is it in two weeks? I, I don't know, but if that's what they want to go with, fine. You know, just go with it and 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 see. And, and theoretically, it sh- it should work, especially if you have Mitch back there on defense to make up for the fact that you you don't necessarily have a, a perimeter. Great, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Perimeter. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to my guy Q from Brooklyn. I uh, want to share his thoughts on Fizz. Q, how you doing, man? What's good, fellas? Good, good, man. How, how you feeling, Q? How you feeling tonight, man? Oh, uh, um, you know, we we always want to win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We it seems like when we lose, we just feel so bad, which which is righteous. But at the same time, I'm gonna give Fizz ten games, man. I'm gonna give him ten games, ten, and then I'm gonna start really <laughs> getting on him on the coach. Okay, you know what I mean? Because yeah. Let's think about it. Let's think about it with the coaching. Trea, I, I feel you, CP, on the Trea thing because, you know, if ISO says he's a guy that's going to pass, then okay, show that. But six man, he does better than anybody yeah, on the team. Of course. Of RJ, course. the best guy setting everybody up. Yeah. You know, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, Peyton, he's, he's solid as a point guard, but he has no IQ. And he's brainless out there sometimes. You know, Knox should get a little bit more time. You know, so, mm-hmm. but he's terrible on defense. I mean, Trey, terrible on defense. So it's tough for Fizz. But he's got to realize that some of these roles are already defined. Wayne Ellington needs to come in and be a specialist. Let's just be serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one point in the game, he didn't even touch the ball. True. And I was like, why is he out there? And then what? Five minutes later, he hits a number of three. So Goes crazy, if yeah. Fizz can work that in a little better, he'll be fine. He needs to do what coaches do. On the road, let's let's experiment. Let's I mean, on the road, let's play our guns. On at home, let's play everybody. Let's get everybody into it. Young players are far more confident at home. So once we get at the garden, let's see how Fizz responds with his coaching because I'm getting nervous with him. Yeah. But like I said, I'm going to give him 10 games. All right. All right. All right. Pre- appreciate the call, Q. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. The he fan- like an analyst, man. He's like, he's like a Silicon Valley. Hey, man. man. Listen, the, 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 games, the, the people are not – they are not patient with I, Fizz, man. No, I think what he's saying is give him 10 games to kind of screw around with this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, which, I mean, myself, I'm – you know, the t- that's the tough part with this season is 
they're and I've talked about this on my on my podcast. Their first, I want to say it's eleven or twelve games, maybe, are games that I'm looking at the schedule right now. Are it's like okay, I could see some wins in there, and then just starting. It's it's I know it's exactly when it starts. It's Wednesday, November twentieth, mm-hmm. against Phil in Philadelphia, and from that point forward, you just straight look down through the January. List. Tough. It is straight through the middle of January yep. Yep. and it just does not let up and it does not stop. So if that's, if you give him, even if you give him 10 games or 12 games, it's like, all right, well, we might, we, you know, we're, we're, we're three and nine, um, but we figured it out. And what's our reward? This unholy gauntlet yep. that we have to deal with. But oh, you know, listen, it, it's, it's, <laughs> there's only 30 of these jobs available and he has one of them. So it's, you got to figure it out. Yeah. Got got to figure it out, man. Absolutely appreciate the call, Q. So to everybody in the chat, once again, we have uh, we're at about twelve hundred on Knicks Fan TV watching. That's on YouTube alone. If you guys are watching on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Periscope, salute to you guys. Hit that thumbs up for you boys. Share these videos. Very important to share these videos. Uh, we need we need the support. All the fans around the world, man, if you share these videos on your social media channels, it brings more good people into the chat, brings more people onto the phones, and uh, that's that's just what makes the show, man. You guys make the show, so your, uh, your support is truly appreciated as well as necessary. All right, let's go back to the phones. Man, we got a ton of callers. My man Dave, Nick Sand TV Dave can't even catch up on the switchboard, man. We, we got calls uh, <laughs> unscreened right now. We got so many people Jeez. calling in. Okay, let's go to let's go to Long Island. That, that, that's our hood, uh, Macri. Let's go to yeah. Let's go to Raleigh from Long Island. I want to talk about the game, Raleigh? How you feeling? It's Roly. What's going on, Roly? How you feeling? What's going on, man? What's going on, fellas? Do you know what the one thing New York sports fans have that's their concerns right now with all their teams? What? It's the coaching. Whether it's the Giants, yeah. Yankees, and, and and the Knicks. It's 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 the the uh, coaching is is getting every fan's worried, and rightfully so. <laughs> I mean, down the stretch, I feel like yo, Alonzo Trier should have been in the lineup. I mean, we were struggling to even. We were up three points. We were struggling to score a basket. We, I mean, we didn't score a point. What at, with three minutes left? You yeah, know, we, yeah, we went into a drought with about three it's, four minutes left. Yeah. Can I give a yo, theory? We into, we, yeah, Macri, go ahead on that. Just really quick uh-huh. theory. I think they. I think my guess is Fizz thought that they would set it up so that uh, Kyrie would. They would. They would switch and make sure that Trier ended up on Kyrie on every possession. And I think he thought that that would. My guess is that he thought that would have been death. That's just ah. my two cents. Mm. Hmm. I got it. Too. I got that. Though. But but you know what? We had the momentum. We took the lead. My thing is, it's like we get the rebound, then we're trying to set the play up. Nah, nah. Just keep on pushing the ball, pushing the ball, put some pressure on that defense. And we weren't so, doing that. We just kept on stopping, taking yeah. our time, You're try right. to you know take some point, you know time off the clock. And at this early no, stage, that is our strength, defense. man. Let's that is our strength. Running, Run running and gunning. That's that our up, strength man. right now. And, yeah, we got to keep on pushing, put the pressure on the defense. Yeah. And that's where coaching comes in. Fitzgerald got to let his guys go do that. And my thing is, down the stretch, Alonzo Trill should have been in that lineup. Well, I know Ellington, you know, brought us back and, you know, helped us get the lead. But it, we have problems scoring the points. Yeah. But you have to have Alonzo Trill that was playing really well. Have Barry at, at the point, Trier, you have uh, Ellington, you have Morris, and then you have more, um, um, what's his name? Shit. The dude that, that fucked up with the... Oh, Randall. Randall. 
Randall, Randall, you know, which, you know, we've seen it in preseason. He, he always wants to do the ISO ball. Trying to, he's not that player. He is yeah. not. And Fisdale needs to figure that out. He is not that player. He is a good player, but he ain't the guy to close the game. We don't have anybody, but you know what? I'd rather see it in the hands of Alonzo Trier, uh, Barrett, or, or Ellington, which was on fire. Have those guys there. This is where coaching comes into play, and, and yeah. something has to get get done, man. Fizda, I mean, I know the the last caller was saying ten games, man. Man, I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm done with giving coaches extra games and shit like that. Whether it's the Knicks, the Yankees, and, and and Giants, man, I'm sick of it. <laughs> <These coaches> are, <laughs> it's hard out here, boys, man. Are, no, ah, you guys are laughing. No, are these? Think about it. Are these guys? Are these head coaches? Are the right guys <sighs> to build our team to to help these young guys excel? Think see, about see, it. See, I are think and appreciate the call. Yeah. Go ahead, Jails. And somebody called on on show and said this same thing. It's like it's hard to blow it up at this point because you don't want to just. It, it's it's a sign of instability. Yeah. It, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing none of that with Fish. No. I'm, I'm evaluating Fish when his contract is over. I want him here until this thing is done, and we and yeah. we put more pieces. Uh, but with basketball, man, a lot of it is the talent too, man. We we need yeah. the talent to help this coach, man. But but also Fish has to. You know, show that that he can make the proper adjustments and put his players in the in the right positions to succeed for sure. There's and, those and, guys in there. <laughs> and on that and on that note, uh, you know, I, I I don't think you know it's a little bit of a chicken chicken and the egg conversation right. in terms of looking at this franchise over the last twenty years. Obviously, only since Jeff Van Gundy um, uh, said uh, that he was out, only one coach has been here for longer than than two seasons, and it. and it's like. There, we've seen now again for not to get too big picture, but we've seen for two decades, guys come to this franchise and there is a clear lack of urgency or lack of um, accountability, lack of whatever you want to say that they have when they go to other places. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, like, well, you know what, the, the, who who's going to hold me accountable? Because if the if the coach is always has one foot out the door or one foot he's one step away from being kicked out the door well yeah. as a player you're not going to do the little things yeah. that that are required of you mm-hmm. and, and i think the one underrated thing that this organization has going for it finally for the first time in a long time is that gm president coach are all in lockstep yep and if if the guys on this team and there's talent on this team if the guys know look these guys are going to be here for a while. And so if I want to, you know, if I want to succeed, I got to, I got to do what I got to do. Even if it's, if it's hard, I, I don't, I just, I, 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 that's why I agree with you. I completely agree yeah. with you. JLS. You got to give him this year. You got to give him next you gotta year. Give him time, man. JLS, you know, me and you have been talking about this past couple of times right now in the early stage, it seems like we're getting it right with RJ early, early yep. still has to, you know, Put his, you know, get his weaknesses up and, and stay healthy. Right now, it seems like we have it right. We need to keep the foundation properly yep. in place with him. All right. Yep. There's three sides to the story with the KP thing, as Macri alluded to earlier. One, for one, he's gone, and there's a reason why he's gone. You know what I mean? You can point to a lot of things, but oh, yeah. certainly one of those things was the instability and the incompetence at the top. Mm-hmm. We know that. So to me, and like I said, nowadays these kids they'll they'll hit the high road at at 
as soon as adversity hits, we have to make sure that this kid, we properly build with him, put the complimentary pieces around him, and keep the foundation around him stable. Please. Because we got something with RJ. We have something, man. With all this is going on and and with the the close losses and the fifth, we have something with RJ. He's wanted to be a Knicks since he was a kid. You've seen him with the little picture with with the Knicks cat flow. Like, like he's, he's gonna rep for us if we treat him right and if we stay stable. So I want to get this right. You gotta get it right. I, insta- insta- I don't want to be unstable. Yeah. Anything, yo. We need to hire another to stick. <laughs> you know, throw up some plays at the end while while Fizz remains the motivational speaker. If we gotta do that. That's what we gotta do, damn it. We need to keep this thing consistent. True <laughs> indeed, man. Yeah. True indeed. Um, let me get um, where's Terry? T- Terry. Oh, let me get Terry in here. Terry was hey. at the game. Salute to my hey, guy, hey, Terry. Hey. What's, what's going on, bro? What's up, guys? Got the dream there team out tonight. Dream team in the building. You already know, man. You already know. <laughs> Love it. So I'm back from Berkeley with no voice. I gotta say <laughs> that experience was crazy. I know a lot of, and you know, a lot of Knicks fans have been hating, kind of, you know, on what if it's a rivalry, if it's not. It is gonna be one. You can tell being there. That it's a thing, it's going yeah. to grow, and rivalries and things happen with moments, right? So tonight you have Kyrie hitting the hitting RJ with the Steph Curry game seven shot, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. That's a moment that is now like if this is chapter one, it's chapter one, and you can see even with how it got a little testy with Bobby and DeAndre and Marcus, yep. etc. This is going to grow. It's going to be a thing, and it's not a bad thing. Like being there as a just even a basketball fan, but someone from New York and a Knicks fan. It was fun back and forth with both of us. They were chanting. We were chanting. It will be a thing, and it will be good for the city overall. Now to the Knicks. Huh. So one thing I want to say is I go back a year ago, and we lose a close game in Brooklyn a year ago. Paris Levert mm-hmm. dies on Timmy, finishes yep. at the cup, and Fizz goes in the postgame talking about, you know, Frank was on the court that game. I remember that. And Fizz goes talking about, you know, um, you know, I wanted, you know Timmy needs to learn what this is. I wanted to challenge him. And Phil seems to kind of get carried away with the idea that he's going to mold guys into these things or not. Like, you see someone do something a little bit interesting, and then he goes all the way in on it. Oh, I yep. love it. Julius, point forward. I love it. Let's, let, let's kill the yep. game. And, uh, you know, yep. at the game, at Barclays, the screaming for Randall to pass the ball at the end from Knicks fans was insane. It reminded wow. me of the late fellow years. Where you were just there was like, a lot oh, of gro- lot, lot, lot of moaning and groaning in there for, for for him to pass the ball. A lot of moaning, right? Because we're, we're looking, we're knowledgeable fans, and it genuinely felt like this is gonna be deja vu again. Yeah, you know, Kevin Knox goes four for four. You know, Kevin's jumper is legit, and I, I I gotta give him all the props. He's hitting contested threes. It's incredible. He's four for four, and he doesn't shoot again in the last statement. You know, and Crazy. I feel with Fizz, man, and I got I haven't seen Fizz's post game, so. I, I don't know if you said anything about this, but I really need to see him disciplining guys and not letting not letting things just get out of hand. To me, I just can't imagine on a more mature team with a more mature coach, Julius Randle, being allowed to do that over and over. And I understand that the plays broke down at times, so it wasn't just all Julius trying to do something. Mm-hmm. But we really bought that game. At the point that yeah. we were up three, we had multiple chances to just get something going. Yeah. We just couldn't get it going and eventually you just knew the Nets were going to score. They had botched a couple possessions and then Kyrie came down that last time and he isolated on RJ. It was incredible. It felt like a moment. The whole, you know, everyone stood up in the arena. Knicks fans were trying to chant defense. 
the Brooklyn, Brooklyn fans were trying to drown them out. It was a great moment. <laughs> but you knew it was going to happen after we didn't execute time and time again down the stretch. Yeah. You know, still some positive signs. You know, RJ, I really, you know, I'm trying not to buy into hype, but he feels like the one. And rebuilds usually, oh, are, you know, they <laughs> tend to go, you tend to struggle till you get that guy. You know, with the Hawks, once you get Trey Young, it changes everything. It changes oh, the yeah. timeline. It changes yeah. what you want to do. Mm-hmm. RJ, it's early, but it really feels like he could be this guy. And we're going to know, we're going to really know really soon, I think, because at this point, he's looking way ahead of schedule. Yeah. I mean, there was legit debate on if RJ should start from uh, all of us smart people. <laughs> and the idea that that um, was even a debate seems crazy now, crazy. considering how he started yeah. the year. True story. He has the mentality. Uh, I you was know, captain of that. Himself of the yeah, you you were captain of, of the of the bench bandwagon, Macri. I know Alan uh, Hahn was when we had Hahn on. I, I, he he I was definitely in. Me too. If I, if I do this for twenty years, I don't know if I'll ever take that bet. My God. <laughs> I I just said, listen, man. He looks like he's ready. He's number three pick of the draft. We have nothing to lose. Roll the dice. He's the best player on the team. He's, he's the, the best player on the team. He's man. legit the best player on the team. The, to the fact. What's the, what are the minutes look like? I think he has. He yeah, thirty six tonight, man. Thirty. How, how you guys feel about that? How you guys feel about the minutes so far? I don't with, care. With RJ, you, you say go tomorrow. for it. I'm worried about tomorrow. I'm worried about tomorrow. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, because we're going to the game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like somebody has to play point guard besides Elton Payton tomorrow. Well, no, no. and and it was. I I can't imagine him playing RJ again thirty something minutes on a back to back. Like somebody has to be able to dribble. Pass and shoot tomorrow. Man, like he needs he needs help. <laughs> where where is DSJ, man? Where is DSJ, bro? Probably right. in a bar right now. Yeah, <laughs> Let, let's go to um Akil from New York. He wants to talk about uh Randall and the rotations. Akil, how you doing, man? Yo, what's the word, fellas? How y'all doing tonight, man? Good, good. Um, yo, JL, so I'm gonna let you take the reins. Uh, I'm gonna just step away for one second. Right, go ahead, Akil. Go ahead. All right, yo, man. Yo, first of all, I just wanted to say, man, yo, if Bobby Portis gets any more minutes, yo, I might have to just – I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I, I, can't, I can't deal with it no more, man. Yo, this dude is ISO. Every time he gets the ball, he wants to ISO, and then he'll play no defense coming on the other side of the court. Like, and then this is not taking him out, yo. Like, I don't understand. I'm sitting on my couch eating a bag of Doritos, and I can see it from all the way over here, man. Yo, take him out the game, bro. Like, I don't understand. And, like, you know, man, yo, yo, my son Knox is four for four, and he don't – you can't draw him – you can't draw him one play, bro. You can't draw him a single play? Like, you can't draw him one play. Like, somebody called earlier and said, you know, have you ever seen him execute a play out of the timeout – out of a timeout? Yo, my son can't get one play, bro. Not one. Yeah, and why are we – Randall is 5 to 15, bro. Why are – we had Ellerton come in and score two quick threes, and then for the last play of the game, we're featuring Randall in the post when that hasn't worked for us all night. Yo, man, I just it's, – it's frustrating, man. I'm going to try to keep it PG, but – Yo, I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. Like this is this is getting ridiculous, man. And I'm I'm not one to like you know, quit the fire coaches and all that. But it's like yo, if I'm sitting on the couch and I can see all this stuff, and Fisdale probably knows a million times more about basketball than me. Like like what is going on? You know like. <laughs> let me let me shoot for some bail. Like come on, man. Like like, like it's, a little it's, bit it's simple, bit. yo. Like it seems. Yeah, and why is ISO not back in the game, yo? I just it's it's just like. Some of this stuff is like so common sense, man. I, I don't understand what's going on through that. The, the Mishu is a little bit of bail. This is just a tad bit, mm-hmm. all right. 
So Bobby Portis, right? He didn't play that many minutes. I'll, I'll start right there. Fizz took him out pretty quickly. He only played nine minutes and 56 seconds. He didn't even get to the 10-minute mark, all right? So yeah. Fizz obviously noticed something and took him out. Um, I do, however, agree with the Randall assessment. Everybody agrees with Randall assessment. He should not be isolating the ball. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't take him... It takes him less than two games to realize that because it seems like, you know, it's different from last year. He's figuring things out faster, or maybe he's actually trying to win this year. and Everybody's on a shorter leash. So maybe he will actually have a guard handle the ball in the last moments of the game. For the yeah. Game. Hopefully. Yeah. Listen, it's early, like I said, man, it's, it's still early, and, and I, th- I hope these are, these are growing pains that they'll learn from. It's a lot of moving parts, a lot of pieces. And um, you know, two close games, two tough finishes, and, and hopefully they they can uh, they can learn from. I'm, I'm I know I said earlier that Trier was like my most confusing guy in terms of what they do with him as an organization. Um, I think Portis might be number two just because I know we haven't seen a whole lot of it yet. He he's he's a he's clearly a talented player. Yeah. Um, he I you. He's just almost he's a six foot eleven guy that could knock down threes. I know he hasn't hit one yet this season. Um, and he could he can pass. He had five assists against San Antonio. We didn't see that tonight, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a bit of a post up game. He could he has a little bit of a handle. He is the you know, if theoretically there is a defense out there that he could play in where he is not a complete and total disaster, one that switches a lot and has like three or four other really good guys. And and, and I know I'm not completely crazy because there were good organizations that wanted that guy this summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Clippers wanted him. I, th- I think there was one other organization that I remember was reported that I was like, that's a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they, what do they do here? Do they invest the time? Um, Cause I'm, I, there's a part of me that is, that is not completely convinced if they knew they were getting Marcus Morris, yeah. the whole, the whole, yeah way that they would have still signed Bobby Portis so I from that perspective it's that's an, that's the other kind of interesting situation um a, a Trier Portis and and Dennis Smith Jr. for you know the reasons that we already discussed those three situations I think are going to be the ones that I'm going to be um yeah paying attention to how they, how they I do. I just don't see the need for him to get constant minutes with Morris and Randall already there to, to be honest with you and even playing together, like I just don't see the need for him, for him to get those minutes. I I much rather give split those out with Kev. Um, like I said, Frank should have gotten some minutes tonight to to help defend the, the perimeter. And I I just feel like Portis is just just a redundant piece. I I don't really feel like we need him out there. JLS, what do you think? Um, I'm not all the way out on him yet. Like um, I'm trying to be like see what he does, new team, new system, see what happens. He see he's gotten better from three every season, and he, he I think he got close to forty percent last season. I, so he was forty percent with Washington. Yeah, he was forty percent. Yeah, forty percent last season. So I I just want to wait to see if things click for him, and then at least it can be a, a good situational piece at you know bare minimum. But I just I wanted the defense though is really concerning. yeah, and defense. that's why I say it just it really just depends on the matchups we're looking at. Tonight yeah. wasn't his yes. night, and that's why I think Fizz kept him out. Yeah. Like, That's why I think Fizz kept him out. It might be better to do Marcus Morris at the power for it more often. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to get that because, if I mean, the, the one thing that's been through two games, and I think we're going to see it all year, 
is he he's always going to have one of uh, Randall or Morris in the game. Right. So I feel like he's been taking he's been subbing in Knox for Morris and then subbing yes. in Morris for Randall. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, feel, I think that's probably going to be a fairly, you know, a consistent thing from here on in. I, I hear that, man. Um, salute to everybody in the chat once again. 1,200 strong on the Knicks Fan TV channel. Salute to everybody. If you guys are new in the chat, once again, leave us with a hashtag new uh, so we can shout you guys out. Um, let's shout out some super chats that came in. Some dude sent us a super chat. His name is some dude on YouTube. <laughs> literally, his name is literally some dude. He says, uh, up and down, but you got to love that the guys didn't quit. Hey, we were down by 19. Certainly a fair point. We had the lead, and, and we just let it slip away. Uh, one Young Bale says, CP, salute to you and Jay Ellis. I know I'm in enemy territory, but I had to show some love. Glad my Nets got the W. We got a Nets fan shooting us a super chat, Jay Ellis. That's respect, wow. man. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. You know Congratulations. Much appreciated to that guy. Oh, don't. Oh, Macri, we got a lot of Nets fans in here. There's a lot of them in here, man. A lot of moles in here. There's no Nets fan TV. You know what I mean? So yeah. nor nor will there ever be because no one will <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That that's <laughs> it, man. So uh Sorry, yeah. man. so salute to one <laughs> salute to one Sorry, young man. <laughs> uh my guy um Brett Alexander sends us a super chat. Salute to Brett. Oh Skrilla sends us a super chat. He said if Frank would have played, he would have stopped Kyrie. Okay. Mm. All right, all right. I don't know if he would have done that because I mean, listen, give credit where credit yeah, is due. Kyrie was on one. And Ari, <laughs> Ari made that point. Kyrie's been been great. He looks great. Um, lo- looks like he's in top shape, and and he's yep. just he's killing. He's, he's killing motivated. right now. He, he's definitely yeah, yeah. motivated. Um, CP the artist sends us a super chat. He said it's only one. It's only two games. Relax. <laughs> so, there we go. There we Thank go. You. The voice of reason, people. The voice of reason. All right, let's take uh, let's take two more, and and then then we'll wrap up for the night. Everybody in the chat, please hit that like button, hit that thumbs up button. It goes a long way in supporting the show, so we would definitely appreciate it. Let's go to our guy Nate from Rochester. He wants to talk about the game. Nate, how you feeling, bro? Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, everybody kind of talked about the game, so mm-hmm. I think I'll just talk about uh, tomorrow. But uh, first, I-, I would refund that guy super chat. I'm not taking any money, like pity money. Uh- <laughs> Hey, hey, we appreciate the love, man. Trust me, the net, the the the, 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 the Nets fan is not all the way in in Brooklyn, man. Trust me, man. They're always looking at us with the with the with the peripherals, man. Trust me. So I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I appreciate the support, man. I mean, it's money, but anyway. Uh, oh yeah. So about tomorrow's game. Uh, yeah. There's like something because I've been a don't fire Fisdale guy, but tomorrow is like. That's something that is definitely going to affect my opinion on him, and it's if he doesn't play Frank or not. Hmm. And I say it because interesting. If we look at the Team USA team, which is half like half of them were Celtics, <laughs> and Frank played his best game there. He locked up Kemba Walker. That was a great point. Crazy. And Kemba Walker's been shooting like garbage in the in the uh, season so far, and he didn't do good against Frank tonight. So if we let Kemba Walker get going and Frank doesn't get a shot at him, then it's like I don't know about this deal, man, because like that's nuts. And I'm going to speak for Macri here. Um, I don't want to go too long, but I think you know. Yeah, DSJ, man, he's not a good player. Like, we, we can just conclude to it. You you know you want Frank to play over him. Can I, can I say that? Because you can't say that on the podcast. Because so nice no, let me. I don't know. Let me, let me be very, yeah, Macri, be very clear. I'm not going to – I'm not going to – people know me. I don't, I don't lie. I don't go back on what I said. I 
the the night that Dennis Smith Jr. was drafted, the moment he gave his post-draft interview and he quoted his stats, that literally the first words out of his mouth after he got drafted, he quoted his stats from that god-awful NC State team that he mailed in that season. I'm like, oh, God, this is what this guy's going to be in the NBA. And then we saw, you know, a year and a half worth of him. And then I'm, I, I came here, and I'm like, maybe he just needed a change of scenery. Maybe the guy that's been had his ass kissed for five years, six years, seven years, however long it's been, and a team gave up on him. Maybe that would have been enough. And I felt like we saw some decent signs from him last season, and we also saw some really troubling signs. And there was a lot of I, – I mean, look – Go scour any any of my podcasts, any of my Twitter, any anything I've written. There was a lot of Dennis Smith Jr. is going to make the leap next year. I never got in on any of it for a reason. Is because I just had a bad feeling in my gut, and I just I couldn't put my finger on it. All that said, does that mean he's bad? I just think he's in his own head right now, yes, and I don't I don't know. I don't know if this is the organization to get him out of his head. I don't know if he needs to hit more rock bottom before he gets out of his head. But there's just, I mean, the guy, there's too much talent there. I, maybe I'm wrong. This is I don't why, know. This is why I'm, I, uh, this is why I chose him as a starter. It wasn't all for logic. I didn't, yeah. yes, I didn't think he was going to be the best fit with RJ and the pieces they were putting out there. Mm-hmm. I just, I just hoped that he would take that leap. I just hoped that he would get it together between the ears physically and and just be that guy that you feel, you know, everybody sees that he has a a potential, but now, like you said, man, I think it's between the ears now, man, because it it just seems like he's thinking about every move. He wants to be the facilitating point guard. He wants to get his jump shot right. And now he just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I feel like him now, it's, it's funny because I feel like him and Frank now have the same problem, <laughs> but it comes out in different ways. Like I'm, yeah. I'm dead serious. Real talk, real talk. I'm dead serious. Can I say something about Frank? Yeah, real good, Frank. good. Look, everybody knows Frank's my boy. The reason I have I, I'm not as vocal is because I'm just convinced the organization is 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 now at the point. Mm-hmm. Where they are, they're they're not going to give him the time of day unless he overtly forces their hand, yeah. not shows a sign here and there. I think they were waiting last year for a sign here and there. I think they've now moved to the next stage of DefCon or whatever, and they're like, if if he makes us play him, we will play him and. That's why it was so annoying that for his, I know it was only two plays, but, and one of them, one of the turnovers was not really his fault because Marcus Morris was not where he should have been. But besides that, it's, it's just, you know, I, I just wish I, I, I just don't think he's going to get the chance here. So it doesn't, I doesn't like, seem like it, man. Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't I, hope I'm seem wrong. Like it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm doesn't wrong. Doesn't seem like it for, for a coach that prided himself in defense, Jay Ellis. I mean, like I said, I understand the, the offensive, uh, I'm trying to put a good word, word to it. I understand the lack, the lack of offense from him. But I mean, tonight on a night like tonight, where we're just getting ran through in the first half. I mean, I throw him out there as a speed bump at the very least. I think he could have done. And he a better plays job. well against the Nets, by the way. And he plays well against the Nets, man. So yeah. 
I don't know, JLs. Where where are you going with that? I I think he's gonna play tomorrow. I, I think he's gonna play about just because. The Kemba stopper. Is he the Kemba nah, stopper? Not even, not even that. It's back-to-back. Like yeah. I said, back-to-back, you played RJ like 107 minutes today. So, yeah. So, like, you can't keep that up. I know he's young, but, man, like, somebody somebody has to get in. Either let's Frank see. or PSJ. Somebody. Well, let's see the minutes tonight. Randall played 40. Damn near. RJ, 36. Mars, 33. Um... The guards are open. You know, ISO had 23. Peyton had 24. Dennis Smith had five. They going to play ISO at point guard? <laughs> no. I, I, because they did, he did that. I, th- I believe he did that for like a stint today. I, yeah, but I don't. I, do you see really Fizz just yo-yoing it like that? Or I, I, don't, I don't know, know man. I, don't I feel know. like Fizz is on different missions from last season. Last Would you season, really be shocked? Like, huh? Yeah. You, Would you, yeah. I mean, really. I, mean, I just I got to be straight here. Would anybody really be shocked if no. neither Dennis Smith Jr. or Frank didn't get off the bench tomorrow? True. Would you be shocked? I, I just, I wouldn't be. True, and true indeed, man. We'll, we'll see how it rolls. All right, um, <laughs> let's go. Last call of the night, and Nate, appreciate the call. Let's go to who's going to be the closer tonight. <laughs> the closer of the night is going to be. Oh, I'm just going in order. Kevin from New Jersey. You're the closer, man. Make make it All good, right. bro. Oh, uh, I feel like that song by Vanessa uh, Vanessa Williams, "Saving the Best for Last." <laughs> All right, <laughs> I like that song. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, I, this is no, this is a this is a pleasure, man. Because I talked to you on Twitter and everything. Um, oh, this is Kevin. Um, Kevin who McLeod? Yes. Oh, what up, Kev? Oh, how what's up, doing, man? man? How are you? How hey, you how you? <laughs> How you feeling, guys? Man, this is uh, I'm, I'm I'm in heaven right now. <laughs> all good, all good, man. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome, glad man. glad to have you on, man. It's great thank to you, about. thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. You know, answering my tweets and everything. It's really cool. Um, real quick, with regards to um to tonight, um, I have no problem with um with what Fizz, you know, is doing. I wish you, um, you talk about the president of the Frank Milikina, uh fan club. I'm the vice president. And, <laughs> and uh, Jonathan knows this too. Yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping that tomorrow that um, I would, I would, you know, sit DSJ and give those minutes to, to, um, to Frank just for tomorrow, just to see where Frank is at and everything. Um, cause you're right. He is under a microscope, but, and for Fizdale, I just want him just to develop some, um, some plays for Kevin Knox and for like in Alonzo Trier, because those are shot. I mean, the way Kevin Knox is hitting the three, I mean, oh my God. I mean, it, it, it is. Kev, it, yeah. it, it, Kev needs to be out it's there. Monumental. I, love, I love what we're seeing from Kev right now. That's a fact. Yeah, Absolutely. But um, but other than that, um, I can't get rid of Fizdale after you know after ten games and all that. I think the the Knicks the Knicks jersey out of the whole NBA is probably the heaviest jersey out of you know out fact. of all the teams. That's a fact. Because Not probably because we, we demand. Yeah, because we demand excellence, and and we're New York. That's pretty much it. 
That's the reason why uh, Kyrie and Durant right. went to Brooklyn right. because they don't want this. They don't, they don't want the wait. They don't want the wait. There's certain players that I think the players that we have now, I think they can take that weight. And um, we just we just got to give them time. I mean, there are nine new players added to what five players that we had. You know, that's our young core. That's six years. And I'm gonna tell you right now. And I'm gonna tell you right now. I was uh, I had a conversation with um, Rick Mahorn a couple of days ago mm-hmm. on on SiriusXM. Mm-hmm. He asked me. He said, "Whose team? Yeah." He said, "Whose team is this? Who, who's whose team is it?" You know what? I think it's going to be RJ's within a few months. That's Easily. how confident I am yep. in this kid. Easily. This kid is nice. Yeah. Yep. It might not. It might so not. So that's pretty much. Long. Yeah, it, it's pretty much there, man. No, it, Tomorrow. It, it's <laughs> pretty much there. It, it, I really, if they know what's good for them, and I, when I say they, I mean the players on this team. Mm-hmm. The players on this team know what's good for them. Um, I think they'll turn over the keys sooner rather than later. I hope so, at least. Yep. JL, that was your bold prediction, man. Yep, preseason. <laughs> that By was, the way, the that last prediction. If people yeah. are watching my eyes looking, I'm looking up when is the last time, and I, I don't know actually that it's it's ever happened. Patrick Ewing. Um, <laughs> uh, a, a rookie led the league in minutes per game. Yeah, one one was it? Um, mm. I haven't found, I haven't found one. So LeBron and Larry Johnson. Who, if you're talking about body types, RJ is not that far off from either. I mean, I, LeBron, there's only one LeBron, obviously. Yeah. But both of those guys led the league in, in minutes per game in their second seasons. Mm. Um, I, I, I'm still looking back. I'll, I'll keep digging if, uh, maybe okay. before we before we get off. I'm sure Wilt did it. Yeah. That much. Yeah, Wilt. All right. I'm seeing if there's a more recent one. All right, let's, let's go one more. Let's go to um, Raekwon from the Bronx. He wants to touch on the team in general. Um, Raekwon, you're the, you're the closer, man. We go one more for Friday night. Right. Go ahead. Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, man. Close, yeah. close it out. Yeah, he's been it. A, Raekwon, Raekwon's been consistent. Up, and yeah, Raekwon the Chef was one of my favorite members of Wu-Tang. So yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. You're the closer. Yeah, CPJ, let's see guys. So let's talk about the positives, right? So I like how, I you know, Knox and Trey, they came in. They were balling out. And then, um, you know, I think what really cost us the game was you know, I, I'm gonna say RJ and Randall because mm-hmm. um, if you watch, you know that like when we're up um one one oh nine to one oh six, RJ he went he went to the free throw line but he missed you know he missed that shot to put that would have put us up by four. Yeah. Then Kyrie got the momentum and then Randall at the last play you seen that Randall, he kind of you know fumbled the ball turning over on the last possession. But like um and um one last thing that I want to add um CP and J Ellis. I feel like um, we should start Wayne Ellington. I'm, I'm I'm pulling hard for my boy Wayne Ellington, man. Um, you know, I feel like we should add him into that two slot, maybe try to play RJ at the three, put okay. Morris at the bench. So I would like to see Alfred Payton, Wayne Ellington, RJ at the three, Randall at the four, and then Mitch at the five. Maybe we could do something with that lineup. Because, you know, we need, we need a consistent three-point shooter in the lineup, and I feel like, Wayne Ellington, he perfectly provides that for us. So okay, uh, maybe you know, Pre- can... appreciate it. I just cupped because the connection was kind of choppy, but we we got his points. Um, it's in, it's interesting. Shocked. Yeah, go I ahead. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked, but I bet if we saw it, it would be with RJ at the one. Mm. If again, if we see it, I could yeah. see R- RJ at the RJ. one because I just for the life of me. I don't see him breaking up Randall and Morris. Morris. Yeah. I, yeah. And I don't I'm, see it. 
I don't know how I feel about that. I should probably feel a certain way. I don't know how it is. Yeah. But um, because that lineup, if you throw, if you throw again, it's short on ball handling. It's dangerously short on mm-hmm, ball. Mm-hmm. But you got some shooting there. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just it's 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 just the issue that's going to happen with this with this roster. I think uh, for a while going into the season, man, it's going to be yeah. hard to find. The yep. appropriate five that's gonna be suitable. But we were saying that all off season. All off season. All off season, and, and we're seeing it now, man. Go ahead, Jails. You know what? Too preseason, the game that Morris sat down, Wayne Ellington started, and I thought that lineup went pretty well. Yeah, the I, one with RJ at the three, Ellington yeah, at the two. I like that. And, and, and I remember even saying that um that the, the ball movement was seemed like a lot smoother, and they just like you said, we just boom off to the races. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, was Mitch playing in that lineup? I'm not sure. Mitch he was, no. I think Bobby Portis was playing at that time. Yeah. So the spacing was good. The movement was good. The passing was good. I felt like that one worked. So maybe we can go some. Maybe. I can see that happening. We'll switch out more um, Bobby Portis for Mitch and see what happens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And on that note, fellas, let's um, let's wrap up. Yo, Macri, man, thanks again for joining us. Um, I got the camera on you. Let the people know where you could uh, where you can find them, man. Where they can well, find you. First of all, I just want to say thank you for having me on. Um, I was not, I was not in the mood to do a podcast today, anyway, um, and I think it was much healthier for my own psyche <laughs> to, be, to be able to come on and talk to you guys um, after this game. Uh, it's, it's listen. That's why I do what I do. It's why I write and, and it's why I podcast to, to get the demons out. Yeah. So where can you find me? Um, you can find me on Twitter. I am at, uh, where am I at? I'm at JC Macri NBA. Um, and then, um, you know, come visit Nick's Film School. Sign up for the Nick's Film School newsletter. It's absolutely free. You can find the link in my Twitter bio or at the top of uh, nicksfilmschool.com. And uh, yeah, I got a po- I'm going to have a podcast on uh, Sunday. I'll record. We do uh, me and Jeremy, coincidence on Twitter. Uh, we do a regular Sunday pod now that we're going to do all year in which we will touch on, um, you know, the Knicks' first week. And hopefully they will not be 0-3 because that would be annoying. Mac, we appreciate you, man. JL, I'm going over to you, man. Ah, all right, man. So I just want to say shout-out to Mac for coming on because uh, he's actually pretty good at um, – calming down people because <laughs> yeah. I was tight man I was very yeah, bad I was, I was tight, tight boy I was yeah. tight yeah like so even though you was going through it it didn't seem like you was because you seemed like you, you calling everybody down with your words to begin the show but anyway <laughs> so yeah Nick Time Show is officially back I know we've been out for a long time but we are back and we are better than ever hopefully we'll see um, but yeah new episode is up so check that out on youtube.com slash Nick Time Show uh, for sure, I'm posting some more clips for you, for you guys, cutting up the two-hour episode for sure, so you guys can enjoy. So make sure you look out for that. I'll be posting another clip tomorrow morning. Um, so yeah, and also follow me on all social media: uh, the Nick Time Show on Instagram, the KOT Show on Twitter, and also check out our blog, NickTimeShow.com, to catch our latest blogs, other content, and the store. Like shirts, like the Mabel Mamba over here, or Mitch over here. And they even got a Scott Perry shirt that says Ninja P. Let me check that out. That is all. 
Back to you, CP. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. And uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in, man. We had over a thousand people tune in for tonight. I knew this was going to be a big show tonight. That's why I invited Macri on because I appreciate I, it. I already knew this was going to be a big one. Battle of the City. We lost the first battle, but the war continues, Knicks fans. Do not yeah. give up hope. Tomorrow night, Knicks Fan TV, the Nick of Time show, Knicks Omni Fan. We invade Madison Square Garden for the home opener. If you guys are going to be in attendance, we'll see you guys at the suite. I'll be there from 5.30 for pregame shoot-around. For you guys that can't make it, tune in to Knicks Fan TV. We'll have all the live coverage, pregame, halftime, as well as postgame. You know how we do. Thanks for everybody for tuning in once again. Remember to hit that thumbs up button before you guys go. Subscribe to the channel. If you guys are new in the chat, everybody welcome. Leave us a hashtag new in the video comments below if you missed this show live. Always remember that the show is available in audio podcast format. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Alexa, all on the Knicks Fan TV. And share these videos once again. Share these videos uh, to support us. Once again, Knicks lose 113-109. Tough loss, but we're going to bounce back. Let me salute some people. Mike Morgan, thank you. Coach Cheese, France Baldo, thank you. Keith Sinclair, Above the Rim, Knicks Fan TV, Dave, TM, all the mods. Michael Parker, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, Jay Ellis, who, who do you want to shout out, man? Malik Skadui, shout out to you. They call okay. me Zach. Shout out to you. Yao Song. Yao shout Song, appreciate it. Uh, always young Simba guy. Nah, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the little Lion King outro. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Also, JJPNYC, shout out to you as well. And oh, my regulars are all taking over the chat. I see you. Everybody else is in my chat, man. Yeah, man. That's sir. See, you got. Can't wait for the home opener tomorrow, man. We got to get this W against the C. Let's get it, man. Let's get it, Macri. Thanks again, JL. See you tomorrow, man. One more, Derek Shepard, hashtag new, I'll see you. Okay, all right, cool, man. All right, man, see you guys tomorrow night, man. Peace. Bye. Later.